An old friend of my husband's, Tony, is staying with us in a house which exists only in my dreams. It has a huge converted basement where Tony is sleeping. He walks upstairs to our bedroom and announces that one of our cats has fleas. He starts making up a solution to put on the cat. I hand him a can of flea spray. It costs 63 quid a can, Tony, I say, which is a lot for a can of flea spray. I use Tony's phone to make a call. The ringtone is Robbie Williams' Angels. I decide to write a song as successful as Angels, which the whole world will use as a ringtone. Tone, as we call him, starts cleaning the house. I'm sitting up in bed, holding a pet. It's a combination of a cat and a chicken. The top of its head has been sliced off, revealing its brain, bubbling away like a potion in a witch's cauldron. It looks like it's boiling. The pet isn't in pain and is still alive. I look at the brain matter and worry that it'll get dust in it. I accidentally squeeze the pet's head and the liquid inside moves up to the top of the head, almost overflowing like magma rising in a volcano. The pet screws its eyes up and looks as if it's about to pass out. I release the pressure on its head and the level sinks down again. I carefully balance the head in my hands so that none of the brain matter escapes. None of this feels revolting, as it would do in my waking life. I'm just concerned I don't spill the brains. I've been working in my husband's office at the university, even though I don't belong there. I return to pick up my things, but all that is left are two glass vases on a shelf, one in pale green and one in pale pink. I carefully pick them up, hoping I don't break them, and hoping that no one notices that I am where I don't belong. Now I'm in a different part of the office. I'm sitting next to a wall made from one-way frosted polycarbonate. On the other side of the wall, two women are talking. They can't see me, but I can see them, if only their silhouettes, their heads bowed near to one another, deep in conversation. I point a mobile at them, and a screen zips through millions of faces in a split second, quickly revealing their identity and everything about them. The only thing hidden is their family tree. I'm aware that I'm in a dream and that in my waking life this technology isn't yet possible, so I decide I must be in the future. I try to go to the swimming pool. The woman on reception says, It's five pounds, dear, or three pound fifty for father and daughter. I don't have a father, I say, sadly. I hope you enjoyed that. All the technical magic is by me, Jude Calvert-Toulmin, author. You can buy my novels at fleurdelypublishing.com, discuss the episodes on Instagram, read the transcripts at Medium, and you can be a vital part of creating this podcast by donating at Patreon. And remember, it's all dreams. It's all real. It's all real.